Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to our guest, to President, Patriot or Puppet. We are going to get right to it today because we have what could be some of the most profound and important information to share with our strong American listeners, as I think we have ever delivered from either myself, David Tippy, and each of our powerful and intelligent contributors, who I want to bring in as quickly as possible, so let me get right down to it. Ronald Reagan had a great way of putting things such as, you always tell us the problems, okay? Take a break from telling us the problems and begin to tell us the solutions instead. He had this great way of communicating serious subjects in very relatable and understandable terms. Reagan was a solution-oriented president. Rather than relying on the elitist to guide every decision, Reagan instead looked to tradition of what Adam Smith, who in 1790, he was a Scottish moral philosopher and pioneer of political economy, called the tradition invisible hand. It was this simplicity that captured Reagan's brilliance. Reagan's philosophy boils down to 11 principles. It is a simple list. Number one, freedom. Number two, faith. Number three, family. Number four, sanctity and dignity of human life. Number five, American exceptionalism. Number six, the founder's wisdom and vision. Number seven, lower taxes. Number eight, limited government. Number nine, peace through strength. Number ten, anti-communism. And finally, number eleven, belief in the individual. Reagan knew that government was not the answer to your problems. It was the cause of your problems. It is in Reagan's number nine philosophy, peace through strength, that we are focusing in on this morning in today's radio plea for strong Americans to wake up and join in to help us save our country. Dr. Jim Garo is well known for his books and his humanitarian work to rescue Chinese girls from certain death in China's effort to limit childbirth of girls. He is now saying, I have just been informed by a former senior military leader that Obama is using a new litmus test in determining who will stay and who will go involving his military leaders. To get ready to explode, folks, the new litmus test of leadership in the military is if they will fire on U.S. citizens or not. Those who will not are being removed. When asked who is the the source was for uh, Garo replied, the man who told me this is one of America's foremost military heroes. One has to wonder if this had anything to do with President Obama's dismantle of Marine Corps General James Mattis from his post as commander of Central Command. The Washington Free Beacon commented on the dismissal by saying, Word on the national security street is that General James Mattis is being given the bums rush out of his job as commander of Central Command and is being told to vacate his office several months earlier than planned. When you think about everything Obama has done to undermine the traditional integrity of the U.S. military, it all makes sense. He forced the military to accept homosexuals and then took action on any who opposed that measure. 
Then Obama started attacking the military retirement system, making a military career less attractive than before. Then he took action against military chaplains who stood up for their faith. Lastly, the Pentagon has issued orders for troops in the Middle East to remove all religious symbols. However, this is largely enforced against Christians and Jews, but not Muslims. The Obama administration was outraged when American soldiers burned a stack of Korans. He said nothing about the Korans being defaced by Muslim prisoners, and Obama said nothing about the stack of Bibles that were burned at the same time. Obama condemned the soldiers that uh, urinated on several dead Taliban and ordered their court-martial. But he said nothing about the way captured American soldiers were being tortured by the Muslim captors. I can remember American soldiers being beheaded and hung up on bridges in Iraq. Ever since taking office nearly five years ago, Obama has been carefully tailoring the military to his specifications. Once he started making his sweeping changes, many career personnel, including commanding officers, began retiring or resigning their commissions, leaving the military to the liberals. We've been talking on this radio program now for quite some time, saying that Obama has plans to purposely destroy America's economy in order to create a national emergency. This would give him the reason to declare martial law and assume dictatorial control. He could then disband Congress and establish his own Gestapo-style national police. There are only two things that could prevent him from succeeding, and that is the military, because I seriously doubt that they would fire on fellow Americans and the 300 million guns in the hands of private citizens. But it seems that Obama is actively working towards eliminating both of these last remaining obstacles. And when they are gone, mark my word, all hell will break loose in America. We will be lost. I want you to listen to this where Obama is preparing the military for martial law. On January 23, 2014, the U.S. Army, part of the Asymmetric Warfare Group, had a ribbon-cutting ceremony commemorating the opening of an urban warfare training facility. The $100 million, 300-acre facility is an extension of Fort A.P. Hill, located outside of Bowling Green, Virginia. According to the U.S. Army press release, the training facility will be used to train soldiers for urban warfare deployed in Middle Eastern locations. The U.S. Army described fake city contains, according to their press release, quote, a mosque, a soccer stadium, a subway station complete with subway cars and a train station with real rail cars. But according to a video of the training facility, this is not a replica of a foreign city. This is a replica of an American city, complete with American signs with such attention to detail as disabled parking placards. According to insiders, the subway even has a logo of that used in Washington, D.C. The so-called mosque described in the press release is plainly an American church. Why is the U.S. Army lying about the purpose of this training facility? Why not admit that they're preparing to roam the streets of America? Because what they're training for is illegal, treasonous. According to the Posse Comitatus Act, the military is forbidden from taking on the police powers of local and state police. There is only one exception to this, when the President of the United States declares martial law. That can only mean one thing. Barack Hussein Obama is anticipating some cataclysmic event that will require the declaration of martial law 
and suspension of elections. This explains the Obama administration's nonstop call for so-called gun control, the goal being a disarmed population and nullification of the Second Amendment. This explains the Department of Homeland Security buying up billions of rounds of ammunition, most recently 140,000 rounds of the type used exclusively by snipers. This explains the Obama administration stockpiling thousands of armored vehicles and light armored tanks on full display during the dry run of martial law after the Boston bombing. This explains Obama signing the National Defense Authorization Act, the NDAA, that allows the military to imprison Americans indefinitely without due process. What exactly is Obama planning with martial law declared, with the military roaming the streets, with Department of Homeland Security snipers perched on top of buildings ready to take out Americans? We should impeach Obama before we get a chance to find out. One of the greatest things that I believe that we have ever come across is good, solid, strong Americans like we have on this radio program today. And I want to bring in right now Michael Talley, my co-host. Morning, David. Now Obama's appointed our Mr. Chuck Hagel that uh, contradicts himself in his comments. We have to shrink our military back to pre-1940 levels because of the expanded threats in the world. What's this guy smoking? He must be out of Colorado. Mm. Between Hegel destroying the military and Curry in his last uh, set-to with uh, Putin, Putin's getting his military ready to go into the Ukraine. Curry, fighting with the only tool he's got, is going to give him a billion dollars. We're being led by cowards. Obama's destroying the military, just as you said, David. I won't go over all the facts again, but he's, him along with Curry and Hegel are, and I don't know why Curry, well, I know why Curry hates the United States. Hegel, I don't know enough about him. Apparently he's a liberal, anti-conservative, anti-U.S. person that looks like he just came off of a big drug bust, and he's on the wrong side of the bust. Uh, these people are trying to destroy the country, and this is how to do it, and that leads to martial law, and they do want to disarm us. You, you better believe it. Now, I want to hear uh, Dr. Mark Davis's uh, input here. Come in, Doctor. Hi. How are you today, guys? It was a great soliloquy. It sets the tone for the show, and I couldn't find any better information myself on this subject. It, it was just excellent. Uh, David, what you just put on, and I would tell you something, it's in the right direction, too. We've been discussing this at home all week. I've been discussing it on other radio programs. There is martial law coming. Obama wants to take over the country. They do want to suspend elections, and you can see what's happening around us. They bought up billions of rounds of bullets, but what the Obama administration doesn't understand, there are billions more bullets out there in people's hands already, and people are not going to put up with this. So there will be a civil insurrection. They're moving in that direction. They've already destroyed health care, and now they're destroying the military as well with all the announcements this week. Chuck Hagel should have never been put in there. There were suspicions that he would like to dismember the military, and now it's happening pretty much to pre-World War II levels yet. Can you imagine that? They're going to keep the same number of aircraft carriers, but there won't be enough people around to manage them. It's just it's ridiculous. So I, I agree with you 100% what you said. It's incredible, but it's all true. And how how we come down to fighting the battle that's unknown is going to be just like the unknown uh, ramifications of the last time we all as a people, had to stand up together and unite. The problems that we face today are so insurmountable, if you will, because what we have are a group of of people who, for one reason or the other, are not paying attention and, quite frankly, uh, seem like they could care less. I just don't have an answer to the solution 
or a solution for why people are involved in themselves so much that there there's just there's no real answer other than uh, could you give me more and let me vote for you? Just keep the free stuff coming. You know, is there is there any difference in you know? There's a, a great person, and and I won't bring her name because I invited her to come to the program. She really has some some great thoughts, and one of them is she says that. Uh, I contend that the corruption has become blatant and doesn't even attempt to hide itself and as such has become accepted part of daily existence. Those in power can elevate and crush whom they choose and catering to the powers that be is key to survival regardless of the industry. Yeah. Back in the 1970s, the term victimless crime was coined and used extensively. Yeah. People have become immune to the immortality because they have been convinced that no person suffered physical harm as a result of the behaviors. This is probably the biggest reason that it flourishes and continues because until somebody is stripped of their earnings, savings, and future, they are content to view this sort of behavior as victimless and stripped of any economic leverage, then nobody cares what they think anyway. You see, no matter what is taking place on the public view, well, if they take everything from you and throw you out the door, well, quite possibly you deserved it or something. So let's just keep on getting our free stuff and keep moving forward with this uh, ideology of let's keep the, the rich guy in power who could give a crap less about this country. They don't even give that a thought. And trust me, those people who are paid by taxpayer dollars to go in and be the trolls in the uh, groups that we are all involved with out there, not just LinkedIn, but Facebook and all of the others out there, to find and dismantle and discredit people. They're actually tax dollars. Our tax dollars are actually paying for that. I'm, I would like to know if any of you have heard something about that. Oh, yeah. We we, we hear a lot of, about being undermined. Obama says, we're going to make more jobs, but he blocks Keystone Pipeline, blocks Gulf Coast uh, drilling, he blocks Alaska drilling. We're we're being manipulated down to the very, very basics, so we won't have energy, they'll have us living in caves. Uh, I wanted to mention something. We discussed uh, uh, Stand Your Ground a while back. Stand Your Ground came up yesterday. It was the Zimmerman, uh, Trayvon Martin, two-year anniversary. Basically, what they're telling us is there's no crime. You should retreat. The one being attacked should be retreat. Retreat. Uh, you're, you're the victim. You should run away as best you can. Is that what they're asking us on a larger level? Reduce the military, and if we're attacked, we just should run away? Is that what the mindset is right now? It's a very important concept they're bringing up. It means that the person being attacked is more of a victimizer, in a sense, than the person doing the attacking. Do you, do you, th- you see what I'm going with this? It's exactly the, what Obama's it's, doing. He's it's antithetical. It's, it's an antithetical situation because we have to run away. Someone's running after you. You've got to keep running and running, and, and you never stand your ground. That's why these liberals are against this because a lot of this stuff is, is affecting uh, inner-city people, and the inner-city people use that war as a defense more than whites do. And yet, yet they're saying, no, no, we don't need to have that. Don't don't uh, stay there. Run. Where are you going to run to? I'm, I'm, I'm 60 years old. Some guy's running sure. down the street at me. And I pull out my gun and pull him away. I had a situation the other night that my wife said I, did, I didn't do right. I was coming home from somewhere. It's 2 in the morning. I'm, I'm a physician. I come home. And a, a car looked like was following me down the street. So I figured, nah, nah, nah. What is this? You know? 
My son wasn't too far away. He owns a uh, business close by, and he was still there. But anyway, I go down the street. I stopped the car. The car stopped. I made three turns. He made three turns with me. Finally, I just went around the block a couple of times and lost him. But the thing is, how much standing ground law should there be? How much should you retreat? They're asking us to retreat now. They want to take our guns away from us. That's a form of retreat, right? They want to take our bullets away from us. They're giving, making us defenseless in, in every sense, from the political sense and the physical sense as well. So um, we will have a defenseless country. Now, they want to go back to pre-World War II levels on the military. That, that's 400, I think, 445,000 soldiers. Uh, we will have still 11 aircraft carriers, as I mentioned, but we won't be ready to have play a two-front war anymore. We won't be ready if our uh, embassies are attacked around the world, as we were in Benghazi. They claim there'll be more electronics and drones, so we don't need as many people. That is not true. If you looked at the news in the last 24 hours, Iraq is still horrific. People being killed. People being killed in Nigeria. Uh, you heard the Ukraine, uh, the uh, parliament in Ukraine was just... Uh, they invaded it, and they put the Russian flag up. Are we going to get involved there as well? We're warning them, don't you do this, Russians, don't do this. So we need to have a really quick military response on many levels, and we don't have that anymore. They're doing just what they did to NASA. They, they dismembered it. We can't even get to our own space station. So here we are in 2014, uh, February, and we're being disarmed, and Obama knows exactly what he's doing. Well, you know, Obama's there is no this on purpose. Yeah, there is no such thing as red line. Remember that yeah. he's the one. Obama's the one that said oh, we were talking about a red line, and then somebody, yeah. you know, held him and challenged him to it. Well, no, it's not my red line. It's the world's red line. Well, right. you know, there, we do not have any threat. We do not have any power in this world. Look at the the Iranians running their little boats up and trying to go through the Suez Canal and all the other yeah. things to to. In, antagonize Americans to let them realize that we really are a third world country. You know, I've, I mentioned to you just a second ago about uh, the uh, people being paid uh, to go in and be trolls and all of these things. Let me read you a little something. According to the newly published documents, Western spy agencies like GCHO and NSA have developed sophisticated online operations in which Covert agents infiltrate online communities, networks, and forums in order to manipulate, deceive, even destroy the reputations of targeted individuals and groups, even if those people have not been charged or necessarily accused of a crime. Now, these people who are actually doing that, they, they're making money, and they do not give a crap. And those are regular citizens out there. They don't care that they're destroying the country. This is what I was talking about. We've got to somehow get a grip on intelligence in this country and let people understand that the elitists in power right now will do everything in their power to destroy this country. And we have people that are backing them. What in the hell is wrong with us? Well, Obamacare is going to bring that out to the point. People are going to start getting hurt. They're going to get hit in their pocketbooks. They're going to find out that they can't do what they thought they could do. People that are signing up are the people that lost their insurance, the people that can't get insurance. Even Sebelius, that miscreant, came out and said, well, I don't know who came up with the $7 million figure by March. It wasn't, wasn't me. And they, yeah, it was on Fox, and they played a video showing her, stating the fact. Yeah. These people don't even try to hide their lies anymore. And I, I agree with David as far as the martial law. The amazing part is it's going to ruin Hillary Clinton's chance to be president. That's all she ever wanted. Clintons hate Obama. I can't see them sitting down letting this happen because they're giving it up forever. Obama gets to that point where he declares martial law, Gets rid of Congress, yeah. puts his Politburo in. Yeah. I mean, he's modeling himself after the Russians, except he's got no guts. Yeah, he'll never stand up to Putin. The, yeah, that's people. Simple. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. The seven million number comes from a number of sources, not only from uh, 
Catherine Sibillis, but Ezekiel Manuel, one of the architects of Obamacare, stated on national radio that they need $7 million by. First, it was supposed to be January 15th. It was moved back like everything else has been to March 15th. They need 7 million young people not on subsidies to fund this, this massive abomination that they have, which is not happening. That's $4 million that he, he noted the other day. They may be all people with subsidies. They may be moving from medical assistance with a subsidy onto the uh, exchange, which they're getting a subsidy as well. So it doesn't, the dynamics of it, the uh, algorithm doesn't work properly because you don't have the right mix of people in there, and therefore it's not being paid. So at the end of the day, this becomes a Ponzi scheme. You need a lot of people to pay in so the other end could uh, grab the money as well, and, and that's all we have. And this makes Madoff look like a minor thing. And, no, it's not going to happen. He's not going to get the younger kids, even the millennia, as dumb as they are. And <laughs> Michelle Obama turns around the other day on TV and calls the young people dumbbells. Yeah. I mean, these people don't even talk to each other. <laughs> She's a dumbbell. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I can't stand it. Oh, she's rapping about crazy. You hear that? Yeah. She's rapping about kids uh, eating uh, soda pop or something. That's, that's absurd. I wrote a book on dieting. She doesn't know what she's talking about. I don't know who's advising her. She has a, a legal background. I'm not very good at that. But I, I, everything she's doing, she's trying to take our freedoms away from us, the freedom to control what we eat, who, where we sleep. I mean... That now they want to go into uh, the FCC, like you mentioned last week we discussed this, they want to go into the uh, newsrooms and determine what news could go on the air. They pulled back on that, we've heard. But we don't. they haven't dropped that program. They just pulled back on it for a time period. So What about a whole more, state? What about a right. whole state thinking in the yeah. same terms of, yeah. hey, you're, this is too big of a drink for you, uh, that, how about that New York? Look at here, they, they what did they do? They elected yes. Comrade Mayor de Blasio. Yes. Exactly. Okay, yes. that's people in this country. What are we sinking to? Yes. How in the world could we be so stupid? I'm I'm just flabbergasted. People believe that that you know, in theory, the government is the best managed by the elites who know best about all of the things that we shouldn't pay any attention to. Just don't pay any attention to the guy behind the curtain. You know, the Wizard of Oz thing? Yeah, yeah. Just just do as we tell you to do. Sure. We're, uh, our nation is far too complex for the small person to understand. Just do what we tell you to do. That's a great analogy. Frank Baum wrote The Wizard of Oz, and he has the wizard behind the curtain. Yep, The wizard sure. shouting out orders. You will do this. You will do that. And that's exactly what Obama does. He's somewhere yeah. in Washington, D.C., shouting out orders and their executive orders. And you will do this. You don't have a choice. My executive orders are law. We're going to get around the legislature. We're going to do what you may not want, but we think we know better than what you know for, for health care, as an example. And, of course, and every, it's not true. And every time something goes wrong, he doesn't know about it. Yes, oh, I didn't know about he's always that. trying to create an emergency yeah. so that they can utilize that emergency. Yeah. That's why he wants the econ economy, economy to crash yeah. so that he can declare martial law and take over. That's exactly what he's got on his mind. There is no sense in any other portrayal of what this guy's up to. He's got yeah. – he's really – the puppet, and I believe people like the George Soros of the world are the puppet masters. He has people out front that write his little script. Between his golf games, he goes and reads the teleprompter. Yeah, between golf games and uh, and his vacations. Right. What? <laughs> Hundred million dollar uh, vacation, and then uh, talk about those. Mean old rich people are not paying their fair share, and those those uh, businesses who are not paying those people enough to help with the profit. You just need to pay people more. That gets him the vote. It doesn't make any sense. He's never been in business. He's never done anything but been an acorn activist. And here we have someone who's going to suggest what we should be doing in business. That is yeah, laughable. That. Yeah. It is laughable. Leno had a piece that uh, Obama's teleprompter was called before the Benghazi hearing committee, and it took the fifth. 
And that, and, and <laughs> <laughs> so so low there, there, intrinsically, there's yeah. more to that, though, because the, the teleprompter is written by somebody behind the behind the curtain again. We're, we're back to behind the curtain, so we don't know yeah. who's writing this stuff. But I'll tell you this: the guy's from probably from Pravda somewhere in Russia, because he's certainly well, not American. Well, I think Valerie Jarrett, the Muslim in, in chief, is actually, uh, you know taking some of her Muslim order from the Brotherhood, because yeah. what uh, I have uh, been able to find out is we, uh, the president has put in to control positions more Muslims from the Muslim Brotherhood than you can shake a stick at. I cannot imagine it, just a uh, couple of little brief things that I touched on. You know, he, he, he's uh, damning people who are in the military who say anything about Christianity, but he totally uh, looks over anything about, uh, you know, Muslims and, and their uh, Koran crap. And it's, it's disgusting. We are a country of Judeo-Christianity, and you know, Putin actually said it best. I have to give him credit for this. Did you read the statement, the little short speech he had? Listen, we are Russia, and we don't need minorities. You, minorities need Russia. You come over here, you speak Russian, and you come over here, you don't tell us what your religion is. We, you know, don't give us any of your input. You yeah. do like Russia. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's exactly, it's exactly what I would be the first to say if I were leading this country. It would be, look, this is tradition. You don't like America, please leave. And this is exactly what we are, and we don't press one for English. If if you press one and you can't speak English, please leave. You know. I wish they'd do that more. That drives me crazy. Oh, yeah. I have another issue I'd like to raise with you guys. I was a uh, registered federal lobbyist, and every quarter you have to file some paperwork. Half a year you have to file paperwork. At the end of the year you have to file paperwork. I own a company called Health Nuts Review Services. We basically proofread, edit, uh, review, critique books and scientific papers, things like that. It's a small concern. It's it's, It's a micro dot on the map. But anyway, as the lobbyist myself, I have to file paperwork. As a company, I have to file paperwork. I collected no money in three years as a registered lobbyist because I don't that that was what what it was intended for. This week, I had to file more paper. I get a a stern letter in the mail. If you don't file, I was filing the company paperwork. You have to file yourself as well, and it's a duplicate of the paperwork for the company. If you don't file it, you get a $200,000 fine Five years in jail, I quit. I stopped. It was just enough. My wife and I read this thing. It was a way for me not to be a lobbyist. They're trying to wean people, especially people like me, who are extremely conservative, as you guys know. And and it's an abomination what they've done. They've stacked those offices with people from the inner cities who don't know the rear end from their elbows. And and then they're dictating to me what I... And if I don't do what I do, they're going to send the federal attorney general down and 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 of sight me for whatever, uh, simply because I want to express my my rights and speak my mind. And this is what's happening around the, the country. If you yeah. speak your mind, you end up in jail. The wife to Souza, that guy, 2016 Obama movie, and and other things. So we know that the autocratic people will try to control your freedom of speech. No matter they try here in Maryland all the time. They suppress information, so they, they're doing it on the federal level as well. And I'm just one dot on the map, and I felt very taken aback by what they did. And I, not, I refuse to go through it anymore. I have to hire a lawyer, an accountant. It's too much. Exactly. Well, you know, conservatives that way. That, and they that very, that very little them. statement, that very statement that I, that I made from that uh, young lady uh, who was invited here, she made that very plain that people, and and this is voting public are not really giving a crap about the uh, the undercover agencies that go in and, and take uh, your your financials and and destroy your life just because you you may be a conservative and and, and it's against uh, their policies so they they attack people and they have these agencies under undercover going in and doing this and doing that and just like 
you you uh, just uh, talked about uh, uh, j- just now, uh, Dr. Davis, that you have no uh, ammunition. They've got the entire tax uh, collecting uh, ability, and they can spend any amount of it on any amount of yes. attorneys to go in, and yes. just you trying to defend yourself would yes. destroy you. Well, they have a huge hammer. They're yeah. a very What's big that? hammer, and, and they're, they're using a big hammer. We don't have the financial capability. I remember when they pulled Bill, Bill Gates in about a monopoly situation a while back, and he said, all I do is make some software and put it in a box. They tried to dismember Microsoft because Microsoft didn't have the proper themes. That was more to the issue. Microsoft wasn't agreeing with the government all the time. Microsoft was refusing to give information over to the government. So they pulled Microsoft founder in, worth $65 billion, put him in a chair, and start attacking him, especially the left. For what? That he employs 50,000 people? Is he a a bad person for that? Is he a bad person for being more competitive than the next guy because he just has a better product? No, because he didn't fall into the streams of thinking that the left wing wants him to be. And and they they just try to dismember him and destroy his reputation. They They didn't succeed, but that was the aim, pretty much. If you do not follow the themes of the government, they will destroy you. And that's under Obamacare, and as I documented it in, in the book. so Not just Obamacare, on anything. Look at the IRS. They can sick them on you. They can sick the NSA on you. Uh, Eric Holder, an uh, endless budget, because what? We're paying for him to come after yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. There is no such thing. Yeah, exactly. And they have an endless uh, amount of a pile of cash there from everybody. And then when they start this destruction of some human person out there no nobody gives a damn it just that's what's really confusing and and destroys me on the inside i do not want people to have to suffer through the administration taking our tax dollars and attacking us that's yeah. that's what's about to happen with this martial law thing. Yeah. They're going yeah. to be attacking us physically. No, not just the try. upper side. Yeah. I, David, I try, and then they're going to see people standing their ground. Yeah. The doctors yeah. referred to before, and we're going to stand our ground. I presented that martial law theme to a number of people. They don't believe it because they're not up on the news. They don't read between the lines, and you must read between the lines. You, you, they can't see what's coming. They're not putting it all together with the gun control and all the edicts from the government and the collection of bullets that they're trying to do, they're trying to make a dearth of bullets on the market. If you put it all together, you can see this coming down the down the road. My wife even, she's, she's a doctor. She can't see it. Her friends can't see it. But we know that the, the three of us see it, and, and it's definitely coming. And what's going to happen is not action. only you get martial law, the, the uh, economic situation in the government, money implodes, so it's worthless or worth a lot less than it is. It affects the entire fabric of the country. So then you call martial law and Obama to the rescue. He's going to fix it, but there's no election now. So Obama gets to stay past 2017, January 20th, and that's what And David, you were right on the nose when you, when you, you gave uh, your, your initial comments. It was just right. Exactly. There cannot, when, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. You've heard that, the Chinese metaphor, right? So yes, why yes. would they be bothering doing the things that they're doing if they did not have a cataclysmic reason for that? That Now, that Fast and Furious was like one of the first things that surfaced. They wanted a bunch of Americans to be killed with those guns so they could say, those bad guns, we've got to go collect them. You have 24 hours to bring them here and get rid of those guns. That was way back there. They had intentions of of all of this crap taking place because the plan was to collapse the economy, create that that, uh, turmoil that the then-president could say, we now invoke martial law, end of Congress, end of everything, I'm the dictator. That's exactly what is supposed to happen. That's what they have planned. There's no question in my mind that's what it was and is. And when you talk about every aspect, they'll get up on television and say, okay, I take the fifth and I do this and no, that's, that didn't happen. But it still continues right today, the IRS attacking conservative groups and 
and 501c3s and c4, whatever they are, and you make certain that you understand this. Nothing has changed. Folks, it doesn't matter what the the controlled news media is putting out there. Nothing has changed. They're, they're still hiding in plain sight. And, and now, because there's no ramification, they just say, listen, hey, I might have said it or, or, or not. It doesn't matter. Because the sheeple are not giving a damn about the lies and the corruption that's taking place right in front of them. They, they understand that. Politicians understand that now. So it doesn't matter what they do. They just do things blatantly now. And nobody, especially the ballless rhinos up there, uh, John Boehner and company, have no regard for this country. We need 568 Trey Gowdies up there. We do not right. need any of the ballless people that are over there playing like they are Republicans. Oh, my God. Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham. You know, it's Kent, John McCain. Do we need to have a a stethoscope and a a lie detector my god we have it's right in front of us they will do something today lie about it tomorrow and give that stupid grin you know i'm i'm so sick of it i just am it's an abomination like you keep saying uh, that it is what it is and why people cannot see that it's just it's beyond me. And then we're surrounded by low-information, stupid voters. Yes. They put exactly. Barbara Boxer, they put Reed, they put Pelosi back in office, they put McCain in office. These people aren't thinking. Like the doctor says they've got no clue what's going on. They don't listen to the news or they get it off yeah. of yeah. Kimmel or somebody, some nutball like that. Yeah. Yeah. They've got to pay attention. Yeah, i got a, a 267 two, area code uh, person on the line uh come in who is this um this is brian calling brian you got yes. something you would like to add to the conversation well you're gonna laugh at me when i say this but i actually think you're being too kind in your criticisms because <laughs> I, I don't think we're dealing with corrupt people i don't think we're dealing with immoral people i think we have a, a bipartisan cabal of sociopaths and psychopaths who just don't care i mean look at what they're doing in the ukraine now I mean, they're trying to start a new Cold War with Russia. And guess what that means? More American lives on the line, more money being spent, more militarism. You know, uh, you know in other words, doing more to bankrupt this country and create instability in the world. And these people don't care. They don't, that's why the borders are open. That's why all of our jobs have gone overseas. You know, that's why we're fighting, trying to pick a fight with every other country in every part of the world, which is exactly what... Our founding fathers warned about, and that's why you know we're, we're giving bailouts to the big banks. <laughs> so yeah. you know we're not dealing yeah, but, with immoral people. These people—they're not like you and me and everybody else in these countries. It's a different breed of character. Exactly. They're. Yeah, I think you're right. They're, they're trying they, to make us so weak, and they're they're trying to buy their way out by Obama uh, saying, "I'm a diplomat. Anybody I can talk to, everybody's going to love us. We're lies." Yeah, a billion dollars you just a billion dollars you just got through giving to Russia over there. Come on, you know, just uh, let well, me buy some Well, they gave five billion to the, the opposition in the Ukraine. The opposition, you know, yeah. state, I mean, Victoria Newland, the Assistant Secretary of State. You know, it's, you can find it on YouTube. The clip of her admitting through non through non governmental organizations, they gave money to the Ukraine. Why? They're mad because Putin's a nationalist and because he doesn't want, you know, NATO and the missile defense system all the way to the former, you know, republics of the Soviet <laughs> Union. So, you know, what do you expect's yeah. going to happen? And we had this ridiculous, right. you know, um, new world order imperialism here where, where we think we can just dictate to the rest of the world what they're supposed to do. I mean, last I checked, Washington and Jefferson and all the founding fathers were warning about foreign entanglements. Yeah. Exactly. You can't you know, imagine how what what a group of uh, of folks that are up there right now, and we just got through talking about it. How how easy they are hiding in plain sight. They actually do not have any regard for the things that they say anymore. Before they used to lie and deny. Well, you, uh, I'll, I'll use the 
the over and over phrase. You, if you like your doctor, you keep your doctor, that type of thing. But it's, it, right now, they don't even care that that's a lie. It's like, it's like talking about Benghazi. Right now, what difference does it make that these people are dead? You know, it doesn't matter, and they realize the sheeple that are actually voting them into office do not care. Just keep the freebies coming. They don't understand that when we all fall off the end of that cliff, that there's no more freebies at the bottom. I can't understand why we cannot teach this and let people understand I know that it doesn't matter about oh, Obama, no matter what he does, for people, for like 90-something percent of the black people. They want him in office, period, because of his color of the skin. I know that. I can agree with that. But there are what we call the other humans that happen to have black skin who can understand and very intelligent, and realize what is taking place. I can't imagine, and I, I get in these conversations every once in a while, and I talk about it on radio, that you speak with these left jargon people, and they will come up with some of the, the most asinine things to explain something that would be totally irrelevant. Just to get you off of a subject. If you are against Obama, then you're just a racist. So they try to throw mud out there and change the subject. Yeah. But, you know, it doesn't matter that you're talking about fact and you bring it up. And uh, as this gentleman was just talking about, you can prove things on the Internet and all that type of thing. I just got to blatantly throwing out there that there are groups now that are creating these uh, uh, these uh, attacks, if you will, on, on personal uh, people out there on the Internet. They're actually yeah. being paid to be these uh, wolves to go into these forums and <clears throat> start attacking people. I don't yeah. know if you've been onto that White House uh, forum or not on LinkedIn, but they, they, they must have hundreds of people that are paid there in different countries to come on and to attack anybody that has a a common sense uh, uh, conservative view. It's, it's ridiculous. It's out there. People that are doing this, that are those trolls, are destroying the Internet. They're actually destroying it. And with it, portions of America. I cannot understand how you would not be able to stand up for your country, and, yeah. and yet you would sit there and, and take a little money to help destroy it. Where is the integrity? What happened to the soul of America, the shining the American city on the American spirit has been crushed. I mean, the American spirit has been, been crushed. And I, I, I'm an independent, so I feel like nobody agrees with me on anything. And I see hypocrisy all the time. I mean, I yeah. see you know, Republicans for eight years under Bush they were all concerned about, you know, big government, unless it's a, you know, police state form of big government with things like the Patriot Act and getting involved in all these entanglements overseas. And then once Bush got out of office, all of a sudden, you know, they're against these entanglements and voting to impeach Obama for, for Libya. And then you get the Democrats, who are all for supposedly the working people, and then you get Obama and uh, Bill Clinton. And they're the biggest uh, free traders, giving us NAFTA and giving us trade agreements with Panama and Colombia and South Korea. And then you had the peace movement from the left. And as soon as Obama, who thought, you know, we were against the war in Iraq and wanted to get us out of, out of Afghanistan. And as soon as Obama got elected, I guess the uh, left-wing peace activists went into witness protection. <laughs> a very good synopsis. Very good. So there's, there's no, so it's much interesting. When, uh, when Bush was president, we had I mean, twenty to thirty if million dollars. If, yeah. if you're truly for, a, uh, you know, for example, one of my things is uh, I don't like globalization. I, I don't like free trade. I think it's destroying our manufacturing. So I don't care who's in office. If George Bush is giving yeah. us CAFTA, I'm just as opposed to that as I am if yeah. Bill Clinton's giving us NAFTA or Obama's giving yeah. us uh, trying to give us the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Yeah. And yeah, there, there's so much hypocrisy because people yeah, don't right. care about hang, the issue. It's just right. getting the party. Hang on just a minute. 
Yeah, hang on just a minute. Go go ahead. Uh, is that Mike or or uh, Mark? Brian? Which one was? Yeah. No, no. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, Michael. Oh, Cowboy. yeah. I just just um, I think it was four of us on the phone. It's hard for everybody to hear everybody. I think when when Bush was uh, was president, they talked about uh, I'm I'm uh, letting people in uh, and the illegal immigrants. And there were 20 to 30 million. That's the number that Democrats used all the time. Now, all of a sudden, when Obama's president, it's 11 million. They Mm -hmm. never refer to the old numbers. They make up numbers, facts, figures, just to satisfy what they want to try to present to the public at that point in time. The same thing with uh, Lois Lerner taking the fifth. Anybody that takes the fifth, and you do it to protect yourself, well, geez, I mean, I might be dumb, but that means she's guilty of something. Yeah, exactly. She gives a little speech, and then she declares the fifth. Put her in jail till she decides to talk. Yeah, I can't understand how she was able to say, listen, I've done nothing wrong first before she was given the opportunity to say, I now I plead the fifth. If you're going to state something, you've given up your right of the fifth. You've said right. whatever exactly. they're about to say is all wrong, there is something to that. I'm not certain, I'm not an attorney, but I believe that she gave up her right for the fifth when she said everything they're about to attack me with is all wrong and I did nothing wrong. I think that is giving up your your fifth amendment. Is is that yeah. is that sound reasonable? Yeah, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. Yeah. This global economy idea started under uh, a long time ago under Reagan and then moved forward, and you see the results of partisanship, all kinds of problems in the, in the world. So I, I don't think globalization, as the call said, is a good idea in, in many senses. Uh, trade agreements, things like that, which do not benefit this country, should not be put into place. It's a simple exactly. thing. How how can you run business out of this country and debar this country? There is yeah. no such thing. You have got to entice business to this country, and that means that you don't tax it and regulate it to where it has to leave this country. Yeah. And, and just like uh, the uh, uh, gentleman was just talking about, you know, of course, globalization, that is a, a word they cram a lot of crap under. Okay, it's, it's worse than the the Affordable Care Act, millions of pages. You, they, pour, they pour things under there to make you think that is a good thing. It is not. We are right now spending trillions of dollars all around the world to try to buy our enemy's friendship. Yeah. There is no such thing. You can go over there to one of those countries where the woman is buried up to her neck because she reported that somebody raped her, and that is a no-no. You can't, a woman cannot say that. So even the women are going to be throwing rocks at her. If you went over to try to save her, even the women would try to kill you. We are not going to change that uh, that thousands of year old thinking. And because it does not suit us, we should not take the comrade mayor uh, uh, attitude and say, you must not act this way, you must not do that way. We're going to send our troops over there and, and die to make certain that, that you don't do this. No, that is not correct. We do not have the the world policemanship to say, you won't do this, you will do that. I'm sorry. If you say you're going to harm America or Americans, that's a different thing. Your ass is about to disappear. Now, that is how we should be looking at the world. Simply do not attack us verbally or like Iran. That's a joke. They they sit there and talk about every infidel in the world should die. You know, we don't not only just the Jews, just everybody that's not a a Muslim, and we hate American and and, and etc. That should be the end gate for them. Go ahead, Mark. David, you hit a very important point. It's a certain type of mindset that's in the Middle East. They democracy is foreign to them. I don't know how we thought we could go over there 
and push democracy down their throat by fighting, by destroying their systems, and then putting, then rebuilding again, that somehow it's going to become a democratic nation. Look at Afghanistan, look at uh, Iraq. Both are not democratic in any sense of the word. Bombings every day. There was a big bombing uh, yesterday, I think. Somewhere between 21 and 26 people were killed. The numbers are fluid. But the thing is, it's not in their, the scope of thinking, and that's a very, very important point, because life is not as valuable as it is to us well it used to be anyway here in the country right now you don't know where that is but in any event uh, I speak some Middle Eastern languages Hebrew I was brought up with Yiddish my parents spoke uh, and I speak some Farsi because another part of the family which is an Iranian Afghanistan language so I can see how they think and it's a lot different how their leaders react and, and, and they like sometimes they like the autocratic style of a central group of, um, of Muslim people sitting in a, a circle somewhere, or the mullahs, that kind of thing. Then we we think of government one side, religion on the other side. They've melded government and religion as one body, and that one body controls everything. And you saw the Arab Springs, what what happened, uh, especially in the Iran, the mullahs. They're so religious, all of a sudden they send out these thugs to beat people in the streets. So it works for them. But that's not a religion. That's a cult. You you don't have a yeah, religion. But, yeah, but that's, that's how we define kill, cult. Kill people? That's how we define it, though. That's not how they define it. See, our uh, definition... Okay, I'm, I'm not. I'm not uh, uh, disputing what they're calling it. I'm just saying yeah. to you, a religion is not going... There's not going to be a god somewhere that says, go kill people that don't... Uh, uh, operate to your standards. Yes. You know, there's that's not that's a cult. Yeah, for us, yeah, for us, we I agree with you exactly, but that's not how they think. There's a different mindset, and you touched on it earlier, and it was absolutely correct. And having talking to these people, and their their languages themselves, the, the the syntax of the language doesn't allow for certain ideas that we have as well. And the word cult comes into play here, but not there. That's that's part of their lifestyle. Yeah, but who who in their Man, right mind the is comment? going to do, uh, go ahead? I, I mean, I I think that's I mean I agree with that. I just think it, it's a different world, um, and I think um, you know. But I don't think the motives for getting involved in a lot of these other countries, especially now that they're clearly trying to start pick a fight with Russia, that being Washington and God knows who else. I don't think the motives are necessarily noble. I think it's more like you know you have this government. And they want to do things a particular way. They want countries to be aligned with America in a unipolar world. They don't want countries to go their own way. If they go their own way, regardless of what their ideology is or how bad they are, how good they are, well, then they start getting involved. And that's clearly what happened in the Ukraine. I mean, it's just so blatantly obvious that if people don't see it, they're not paying attention. Yeah. But they didn't like that that um, person, run, that guy running the Ukraine, instead of getting a bail, uh, an austerity bailout package from the EU and giving up their sovereignty to the EU and the IMF and the World Bank, um, got a better bailout package from Russia. And that's what it was about. And that's why they had to start funding all these uh, different groups um, in the Ukraine, uh, which now apparently you've got a, a neo-Nazi group who supported Hitler um, in World War II, basically running the eastern part of that country. Now, and again, that had nothing to do with democracy or nothing to do with any kind of legitimate objection um, to the prime minister or the president of um, Ukraine, you know, not being democratic. I mean, that's a bunch of bull. I mean, it, it, it I'm telling you, you're, you're dealing, we're dealing with people, they're, they're, they're sociopaths. I mean, they don't care. They don't have a yeah. conscience. And it's all about the rest of the world has to bend to their will. And it's not making the world safe for democracy. I just, I think the state Certainly. of the Ukraine and Russia, and, and yeah, it's not, and people will say, well, you're favoring Putin. You like Putin. It's not, enough, it's not about whether I like or don't like Putin. I don't like Putin. But I'll tell you what, if it wasn't for Putin, we would have gone to war with Syria, which would have been another Iraq, and we probably would end up going to war yeah. with Iran right now. And I mean, how many times do you have to get mired down in these wars and have a bad outcome before you say, yeah. you know what, if we try the same thing a thousand times and expect different results, we're insane. That's insanity. Listen, I've, we're down to the wire. I'm going to have to be checking out. I hope to have each and every one of you back on here again next Thursday, 11 a.m., same time, same place. Loved every minute of it. Thank you very much.
Thank you, David. Thank you. Dear President Obama, we, the people, have stated resolutely we reject your vision for our country. You claim you have not heard us. We, the people, have assembled across America resisting your efforts to subvert our Constitution and undermine our liberty. You claim you have not seen us. Since you have not acknowledged our message, let us here present it once more. For if, as President Wilson said, a leader's ear must ring with the voices of the people, the time has